12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 Welcome to another episode of the Long Balls Podcast. If you're wondering who's talking right now, it is me, Joey. I'm just sick. That sound a little weird. We did not get a fourth host. Um, lots to talk about. Champions League, right? Yeah. Prem. I have a cold. Those things happened. Yeah. Your birthday yesterday. Happy it birthday. Was, it was Happy my birthday. Happy late birthday. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I am officially 22. Um, you are in prime Taylor Swift years. Yes. Yeah. One more year into my Jordan year. Um, mm. Although I'm no longer 21 Savage. So. Some say the goat year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm probably going to have to meet myself a couple times here because I'm going to be coughing up a storm. But let's just jump into the Prem. Man City, Chelsea. Nice win. Wow, you you know you had choices there of um of which seven thirty game to start off with, and <laughs> you, you know you chose that one. That that's okay. You know, funny story actually. Funny story. Um, we lost the remote to our main TV in my house. <laughs> oh no! So we have four TVs, but like, and it took us days to find this remote. Turns out it was at our neighbor's. Long story short, there, but what? Yeah. How did it get to your neighbors? Great question. Great question. Um, yeah. So we didn't have our big TV all day Saturday. So it was brutal. I had to watch on a side TV. Also, mm. F1 qualifying was on. But uh, great result, obviously. Ooh. I know. Is that still the first seed, or did Hamilton catch him yet? No, Hamilton's winning right now by like a couple points. Mm. Um, but yeah, talking about Man City, I mean, this was like a statement game, honestly. They won one nothing, but like this game probably should have been three or four nothing. At least, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they dominated this game. Chelsea did not have a shot on target. Um, and I was happy with how the game went, for sure. To say the least. Yeah, I mean, you would be. Um, <laughs> everybody played well. For the most part, I mean, um, Chelsea, I think Chelsea, some of this is self-inflicted by Chelsea. Um, the lineup is highly suspect. You're playing eight defenders, essentially nine if you include Mendy. You're playing with – and there's no link to the attack except for the wing backs, essentially. So – Yeah, oftentimes it looked like Lukaku was kind of just isolated. Yeah, and, and – you kind of saw it too once some of the center mids got subbed out and like Havertz came in. They started to do a little bit more. It's still like they were still dominated, but um, there was something there. The rest, I mean, it was just we talk about how Tuchel has been really, really good with every decision he's made in this Chelsea reign, and I think this was sort of like one of those um, 
It's kind of like the move from Pep in, in reverse to not start a CDM in the Honestly, it was kind of a really Champions League final. It was kind of just really defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say Mendy kind of kept Chelsea in this game. He made some great saves. Specifically the one on Grealish is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Bernardo Silva also misses a tap-in. Was that this game? No. No. That was the Champions League. That was Champions League. Yeah. yeah. That's what uh, I got it mixed up for a second. Yeah. But good win. Solid win for sure. Um, The other 7.30 game. A little bit more excitement in this one. Manchester United lose to Aston Villa. Um, a late goal. I believe it is from the corner. Courtney House scoring. I thought, I mean, and then Man United have their chance, right? Penalty, 95th minute. Um, yeah. Uh, from Courtney House, he gives up the handball. I mean, this is a tough call. If I was a Villa supporter, yeah, I, I even tweeted I, it out. I was like, I really don't think that's a pen. I would be really upset if I was a Villa yeah, fan. Yeah. I would definitely feel hard done by that because honestly, like, like what's he going to do? I feel like it, it kind of just hits him. Like, yeah, it, it's total accidental. He's not intending to move his arm towards any, like, it's just, he's running and it's there. You don't run with your arms locked up against your body. So are you saying ball didn't lie here? Because Bruno Fernandez, I, I tweeted phone. I tweeted ball like ball don't lie. Is this the first that. time he yeah. missed? First time in his senior career he's ever missed the target. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm saying for United though. Is this the first time that he didn't score? No. Yeah, he, he had one. No, he, last he year. missed one. Yeah. He missed one last year. Yeah, he skies this one. It will almost looked intentional. <laughs> some some people are saying that it was like when G- Stevie G intentionally missed to uh, get. Um, you don't intentionally miss a penalty and then type like a five paragraph essay out on social media crazy emmy martinez was in his head yeah i guess so i mean the big question this brings up now is man united get another penalty who takes it ronaldo i think it's or bruno now still do bruno i think if ronaldo wins it and i've said this from the start that if ronaldo wins it he's going to take it which is what it sounded like is the thing. That's yeah. what the rumors are. Is what it's been. What's been established. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm assuming it'll happen in one of the next two games, probably. But we'll see. Yeah. I'll be interested. I'll be watching closely if Man United win a penalty. It's tough because you. I mean, you can't just choose from one. But that's kind of how these things go. Mm-hmm. where you miss one and it's all right that was your shot yep. like you blew it but um especially considering it was such a big moment like if he had missed it and we were up three nothing i don't it doesn't matter yeah um, but because we're down one nothing it's to get a point at home like you're in front of your own fans too it's definitely a tough one for bruno that will make Ali consider um but then like if ronaldo gets up and hits one is that enough to then him displays i you know, it's 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 a weird one for sure. Probably it's not really a good problem to have. And a lot of times it's like, oh, you got two great ones. It's a good problem to have. That's something where you want it to be rigid. You don't want uncertainty. Yeah, no. I think. I think it creates more of an issue than it than it solves having two right. penalties, right? I mean, you see it with Everton last a couple weeks ago, where Charles yeah, yeah, yeah. and they literally punched the ball out of his hands. Um Speaking although, of although it could be against it could be against like so it could be smart 
if you had to, and they were amicable about it. So like a goalie wouldn't necessarily know to prepare for which one. I mean, they so it'd be more work on that. For yeah, but then you wouldn't know coming up. I mean, it's just a little bit more of uncertainty. I, I don't know. I feel like you should be able to. I mean, what is a goalie doing at practice most of the time? You're just saving shots. You should be able to prepare for two people or things like that. True. I, that's my point of view. Other people, other people are doing the research too. It's not like you you're looking at. It's like your goalkeeper team. <laughs> yeah, someone told you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Everton, they beat Norwich. Um, I mean, Norwich just looked bad. <laughs> there, it's, there's no other way around it. I, Our boy, I though, gets the start and was bad. I just look foolish for saying they weren't going to get relegated. I guess in my heart, I just didn't want them relegated. I love the, the green and yellow jerseys in the frame. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're going down for sure now. I, I don't see any way they get out. 20? Everton, Everton, interesting enough, finished this game with two expected goals and scored two goals in this game. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and again, another one where you're looking at it and like, okay, not their full lineup or not their, their best squad. I mean, not without Richardson and DCL on this. Yeah, no big Dom. No big Dom. I don't know why I called him DCL. That's like, that. we never do that. Yeah, big we dom. don't. He's big Dom. Um, and you got to think this is a missed opportunity for him. Like a game like this. Oh, to start bagging. I mean, you should be back hey. morning into Norwich. Because mm-hmm. he's just as lucky as a uh, main rival and opponent didn't bag one as well in the next game. <laughs> yes. Yes. Leeds and West Ham. West Ham win despite Leeds taking the lead in the first half. And then West Ham scored the 90th minute winner through Michael Antonio, who we mentioned last week would be available in this game. And he was the difference maker as West Ham continue their hot, hot start to the season. Some say he's such a difference maker, both on and off the pitch. I mean. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rumors. You know, if you know, you know. Yep, there are rumors. Um, but, yeah, West Ham looked good. I'm kind of surprised how good they've looked, considering they're playing in Europe, too. Yeah. I thought that would wait. Yeah, wait yeah, yeah, yeah. And they won in they- Europe as well. Yeah, because we, we said this at the beginning of the season when they went up like a hot start and we we're like, OK, this isn't really indicative of what we think is going to happen this season because they're going to be in, in the European competition and it's going to hurt them. And so far, so good. I mean, the longer it, the longer it goes on, the worse it will get just because of the fatigue starts to add up. But yeah, yeah. Right now it's. Um, yeah, what didn't the Prem say that they're going to take a winter break for the World Cup next year? Just yeah, well, they have to. Yeah, well, they, they have, have to. to, but like yeah. they officially announced that they would. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that affects teams, right? So I'm just completely bringing this up out of nowhere, but like, no, this is fine. I think I actually think yeah. it, that makes sense. It gives because an what, advantage to the teams that don't have a lot of players traveling to the World Cup. Or the for teams sure, that have a lot of, of injuries season. beforehand that yeah. the players have time to recover from. Like, I'm specifically thinking of the team like Brighton. They're not going to have a lot of people playing in the World Cup, and they'll have that time to rest up. Yeah, for sure. It's it's interesting too because like they're not usually after a World Cup, you have a few weeks off before you actually start playing again. You got they don't have right time. They're they don't yeah. And so what does that do to the summer schedule? That's my question. 
is are we starting this season in like early. beginning of July? Yeah. No, I don't know if they start that early. Okay, so let's see. Like, let's see. I guess it's, it does start. It's like usually a four week. It's a four week tournament, right? Yeah. The World Cup. So you need to basically cut off two weeks on one season, two weeks on the other. So you start at the end of July. I would, I would think, would be at least where they could go. Um, which I guess isn't too bad. Um, early start. Yeah. All right. Let's get back. I I got off topic there. Um, no, that was good. Came to my head. Leicester continue their slow start to the season with a 2-2 draw against Burnley. This is at the King Power Stadium, too, and it requires a late Jamie Vardy goal to bring the equalizer. You know who looks good, though, in this game? My boy, Adamala Luckman. Mm. Forever underrated. I feel like he balls out everywhere he goes, but he, like, doesn't put up the numbers. Like, he doesn't score as many goals as he probably should or get as many assists as he should. But he's a very talented player. He's, he's like a, a f- like a Adama Traore. Mm, I was gonna say he's like like a flashier player. Like no, he yeah, he, yeah, he, a he lot. like yeah yeah he's kind of like Saint Maxim. Like I mean, Maxim in, yeah in yeah. That way. I mean, he balled out last year for Fulham. Four goals, four assists for a team that sucked. He was a bright spot every game for them. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he played really well. Obviously, Jamie Vardy looked good, too, scoring goals still, making me look foolish. I thought Iannaccio would get more minutes this year after last season, but I guess not. It's a weird thing going on there. I, I don't really – really, I really don't understand it. He was playing so well, especially towards the end of last year. You would think that Brendan Rodgers would want to continue that. Like, he could fit in this team, too. I, I, yes. I don't they, – they played – Vardy and him played together at the end of last season. They can play together still. He must just like Harvey Barnes more. Wow, Harvey Barnes. Or maybe with like the current injuries, whatever. They're like they want to have more midfielders in to protect. Regardless, though, I don't know. I think the fact that you're starting three center mids against Burnley is completely unnecessary. I question the lineup in this game. Well, they do get two goals, so I mean, it's really they they shouldn't give up two. The fact that they give up two goals with still starting three center mids end up right. That's the problem. But I don't think that's so. So that's you think that's down to them starting. I think that's more just like they Look, played poorly. Then. I'm saying, yeah, I'm I'm gonna stand by. I mean, they went down early, one nothing. Vardy with an own goal, so he basically had a hat trick in this game. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the change could have came earlier too to like just sub on Ianacho, sub on other attackers, maybe play with wing backs okay. and just play like a back three in this game. Wing backs get off the field and have like two center mids i don't know it just seems like too defensive of a lineup like somari is a defensive midfielder so is ndd Tillman's is a box-to-box type of guy but it just feels too defensive against a a burnley team i get it but i understand that but then you look at the game and that's just not how it panned out like no yeah 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 obviously there were a lot of goals but like i feel like Lester. Do you think that maybe if they were on the front foot, Burnley wouldn't have had a chance to yeah, maybe get I the goals like, and yeah, that's sort of what, what you're thinking? Okay. Like, I feel like a move like that is something best you offense, do at the end of the defense. game. Yeah, you sub sub on the defensive midfielders late. <clears throat> okay. But that's just me. Yuri Tielman's looking great again now. I mean, he's going to leave soon. There's tons uh, of rumors. Yeah. Barca, Real. Everyone wants him now. It, it's It's... What's crazy to me that he is what 24, 
Yeah, he's 24. He's been a gem for so long in FIFA. I remember FIFA yeah. 14. So we're talking like seven years ago yeah. at this point. He was like um, the highest potential. Yeah, was like, like everybody was signed. What did I say? I feel like 14 is a little early. 14, 15. I, I feel like I did it in 14. Definitely I did it for like FIFA 3 for straight where I would sign in and, and um, manage or in career mode. Um, oh, yeah. He's so, he was such a beast. Yeah, because his potential was so high, and it's like still now he's like he's got so much still to offer. Only being twenty four as a center mid, I mean he's got six good yeah. years left at least seven, eight years probably thirty two. Yeah. yeah, I'd be surprised if he's still at Leicester start at the start of next season. Just because yeah, the rumors are ramping up now, and it's like. And I also don't think Leicester's going to finish as high this season. So like last year, they actually had a top four race um i think they'll be they'll be fighting for that sixth spot yeah i they're not going to finish as high because the top four i think are just so much better and then and the teams that are right below are so close like everton west ham um villa like they're all really close in terms of ability so i i I don't see lester distancing themselves from that group which will give him incentive to leave because he doesn't feel like he's going to keep winning things here yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to the battle at the bottom, kind of, not really, but kind of. Watford and Newcastle, one-one tie. I mean, as expected, this game actually had plenty of chances in it. Mm-hmm. Newcastle with nearly two expected goals. Yeah, I mean, Saint Maximin just continues to ball out. As does Ismail Sar on the other side. So, some exciting players there. I mean, there were more goals scored in this they were called off, right? They had um. Watford had the one that was called off, I think. Yeah, um, Joshua King late. In the yeah, play. late. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, offside is still funky now, but yeah. And then a really exciting one here is uh, Liverpool and Brentford. Oh, my God. What a so game. Brentford opened the score in this game. And I immediately think, oh, my gosh, it's going to continue. Chelsea and Liverpool are going to continue to get the same results because Brentford beating Liverpool one nothing would have been the same thing mm-hmm. else he got <clears throat> but then Jota scores and then Salah scores and then Yano equalizes and then Curtis Jones scores and then Wissa I think that's how you say his name scores in the 82nd Visa. minute Visa Visa, Visa? okay yeah I would think it's pronounced the V but I don't know well where, where is he from we gotta we gotta do some research here um france so i don't believe visa definitely visa do they pronounce the w as a as a v in france i don't think they do i know ryan took french in sometimes high schools sometimes i i think it would be pronounced with a v regardless liverpool did not win this game which is great oh yeah something that we can all kind of come together on yes and you want to talk about chances. This game had a combined 10 big chances in it, which is probably the most. expected goals total? 2.7, So a little okay. over five total. So, like, yeah. so we got more. I mean, not too far off. Yeah. So. I don't yeah, know. I, I mean. Surprised electric how, game. Yeah, I was surprised at how much Brentford were able to create. Um, yeah, they. Has, um, has to be a worry for Liverpool. Um, giving up three goals to Brentford, I would say, is a concern. 
considering they had only given up one goal before this game. Right. So then that's where I would point to. I would point to that as a, as a something that would say it's not a concern it's because it's just, a, it's just an anomaly. Yeah. And it gets a team who has actually proven to be good on both sides of the ball. I mean, Brentford's yeah, course two yeah. against Arsenal, not saying Arsenal was good at that time, but Arsenal's improving. It still is a, a tough a team to host. Three wins in a row for Arsenal, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, but just, I mean, from a, from like a, a perspective of like coming into a first game and everything like scoring two goals, that's a, it's a good result. So they're not short on goals, Brentford, even though I think that they're like a solid defensive team as well. Yeah, I mean, they won't stay in the Prem for scoring goals, but they'll stay in the Prem because of their defense and how organized they play. They'll um, stay in the Prem because of their defense, but they'll finish decently high because of their offense. Like, they're going to finish, yeah, I no, think, fair. around like 12th fair. to 9th, probably. Yeah, I think 9 to 12 right is a good range. Um, moving to Sunday, Wolves take down Southampton, breaking Southampton's streak of draws. Yeah, nice to see Jimenez getting back on the score sheet here. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Raul Jimenez. No, Adama Traore did not start in this game. Maybe did Bruno Laga get sick of him just missing? I mean, come on, who wouldn't? It's just kind of ridiculous. Although, really what he should just be in there for is you have to then like think, okay, he's so good on the ball and creating chances that you just have to like tell everybody else crash the goal because yeah yeah he's yeah. gonna miss it was one of the it's like one of those things in like the old fifa ultra teams where you would have like ahmed musa in your team <laughs> yeah. he's gonna get like five breakaways a game but he's only gonna score like one or two yeah but in real life you really only get one breakaway a game and adama just happens to miss them all right except when yeah, it's so- in man city he just all Always pops off. Well, well, he didn't have a breakaway. The one that is when, when, he, when he put like Mendy in his pocket, right? It was Mendy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Which good. Hey, turns out props to Adama for um, taking on a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might miss goals, but at least he, you know, he's doing good for the community, breaking rapists' yeah. ankles. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, this is great though for my bet. Southampton needed a loss. Um, I got to figure here. So just look at the bottom of the table real quick before we move on. So we'll, we'll start with Watford at 12 because they have seven points. Leicester mm-hmm. right there. Leicester won't finish down here. Ignore them. <clears throat> Wolves at six. I don't think they'll finish th- quite down there. I think they're in that mm-hmm. nine to 12 range as well, honestly. Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. they've looked better. So I'll consider them towards the top of this tier. Um, then you have Southampton, Newcastle, Leeds, Burnley, and Norwich. Leeds, I'm confident, and we'll get out of there. So let's talk about Watford, Newcastle, Burnley, Norwich, and Southampton. Mm -hmm. As of right now, three of those five go down. And I feel pretty confident in saying that. Um, Yeah, I would would agree with that. Now, interestingly enough, we all had three of those five in our original predictions, except Ryan, who has Crystal Palace in here. And you could definitely make the argument that Crystal Palace are definitely not out of this zone. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. But I do rate them a little higher. I think they have plenty of talent. They, they have looked better than the other than those other teams so far this season. And especially because you have separated by an inch. I'd say you'll come back soon-ish. Um, yeah, and uh, Gallagher's looked like a good signing, yeah, at least in Gallagher's the meantime. So. Yeah. Um, I just really hope Southampton get relegated. It would make me some good money. 
Um, Norwich, I think we can definitely say are going down. Despite it being super early in the season, and yes, they are only three points out of the drop, but top twenty-four club, man, top twenty-four. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not wrong. Um, Burnley ha- haven't looked great either. Newcastle, we knew no. they would be around here. Um, Southampton, I predicted would be. I think Watford will drop a little bit too here. They'll definitely get closer to it as the season goes on. And I think we're going to see a battle. Mm-hmm. For that 18th, honestly, it, we could see the battle from like 19 through 16. And I hope it comes down to the last day. That'd be exciting. Yes. I, I think um, Southampton just has been on such a terrible run of form since they were like lighting it up. And um, I think I, I have them at, I think I had them at 18. Um, and I think that's probably about where they'll finish. You I think it's at be- 19. Uh, okay. We all predicted um, him at 19. Oh, we all predicted him at 19. Okay. We have all Watford 20 and then Southampton. Southampton, yes. And Tyler, Interesting. You're, okay. you're the only one to have Norwich. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel very confident about those three at this moment. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, well, not, maybe not Watford. Maybe Watford's not Watford. the one to be least confident in, but yeah. But that's the one we all have. So I, I feel confident. Radius. Two of my three. Burnley, so, Southampton, Watford. I think two of those three will go down. Which Southampton? Tell is you, gonna be, I yeah. I think Southampton is going to be like one of those dramatic last day ones where they go where down. They it's going to be or tough. They go down. No, I think it's going to be like a oh, crushing, like sad final day. They need a win. We, let's. And it's tied late. James Ward Prowse with a free kick, and he hits ooh, the wall. They got a tough oh. game too. They've got Leicester on the final day. Oh, look at that so, right there. Tough one. Oh my! Listen, to this running. Well, that's not tough. Leicester in the end of the season does not play. Oh, well. true, true. No, but Good they point. might be fighting. They might be fighting for six here, Ryan. Maybe. So maybe then they'll, they'll drop play. out, and then they'll be seven. No, but see, that's different. Champions League. They drop out of Champions League, <laughs> but they stay in Europa League. Watford no. has Chelsea final day. Ooh. Southampton goes Liverpool. Leicester. So it could be over. Crystal on, Palace on the day of Crystal Liverpool. Crystal Palace has United. On the last oh. Oh. Southampton have Leicester. What's Burnley got? Burnley have Newcastle. So easily the most promising. That, that could for, be a for, that, that could be like that could just be a decider right there. It could be. One of the two goes down. Oh, electric. And Norwich have Tottenham. So they all have tough games except the Burnley Newcastle. That's ooh, I'm already but that's so arguably crazy. tougher than some of the other ones because yeah. they're facing somebody who's going to be up yeah. for it just as yeah. much as they are yeah so Speaking, yeah, yeah yeah go ahead no i actually don't know where i was going with that you go, yeah you go i was just going to move on to a team that was in the relegation zone earlier and no. has now rattled off three straight wins <laughs> to actually pass their opponent this weekend arsenal move ahead of tottenham on on uh not goal differential because they have the same but goals four i believe i don't think head-to-head's a tiebreaker um no. so arsenal have looked really good after yeah. the transfer window closed. They actually oh. look very, very good in this game. Tottenham looked really poor. Harry Kane yet to score in the Prem. Uh, so yeah. bad look for Tyler's prediction there, Golden Boot. Oh, terrible. Dude, he's going to score maybe 12 goals this season. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's because he didn't leave. He doesn't look happy. He doesn't look the same. Oh, that's 100% what it is. Yeah. I thought that I and, thought that it was not going to – I thought he wasn't going to be like that, but um, – he just can't get behind this team, and I don't blame him. No, yeah, I, I just struggle to believe why Tottenham didn't cash in. 
this um, is yeah i was saying this some think of I, what you yeah, could have done I was with this that today. 150 million you could easily buy his replacement and still have mm-hmm. probably 100 million left over around there let's say and then what are you going to do with that you're going to look at your team and say what else do we need dave UV says i need money in my pocket i'm not spending anything yeah maybe you buy someone like i don't know fabian ruiz Ooh. I mean, I'm just spitballing. I don't think he was ever linked with them, but like, you, yeah. So, Joey, let me have a question. I have a question here for you. Do you think, let's say, and because this is kind of picking, piggybacking off of what Ryan was just saying, they're keeping the money. Let's say they didn't, and it was like a last minute one, because you know it was like up to the last minute where oh, they were possibly doing. So they don't. So, they don't, have time. so they don't have time. Do they finish higher without Kane? And I think there's an argument that they actually perform better as a team without Kane. It, right now, at least, I think that might change later in the season, maybe as he adjusts. Yeah, but I think there's something to it where he's like dropping so far in the midfield, it's insane. He's like, they've got no striker. Yeah, huh. um, I do think if they had sold him and there had been like no time for a replacement, you look at their squad, they really don't have a striker ready to take his place. So, you're no. gonna play Lucas Mora there or. Human son, or dare I say, Deli Alley. False nine. <laughs> where he performed really well for them in the past as a false nine. I um, I really think that could that could work out. Also, there's the they've got this young striker, right? Um Dane, Dane Scarlett. Dane Scarlett. Yeah. yeah. He's not, no, he's not ready. That's the point. No, no, of course. No, of course not. He's 17. Um, but yeah, you could you could even buy a right or they bought Emerson anyway, but like Another center mid to go with Hoysberg because Harry Winks isn't good. I mean, Tottenham are a clinic on how to not sell players when they're ready, besides the Garrett fail, when they're at their peak of their rights, I guess. But then also when they do sell them, they horribly invest the money. Yes, yes. Like, I mean, they could have sold Harry Winks like two years ago for much more than they would get now for him. They would get maybe 15K. Or, I mean, 15 million. Right now. Yeah, they probably could have sold him for like 40-ish. 30. 30, 40. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, somewhere. Huh? Deli Ali, they're going to try to sell for pennies on the dot. I mean, they didn't buy him for a lot. So it's business wise, fine, whatever. But they could have sold him for so much more. Um, yeah, I mean, Arsenal are definitely trending up. Young team. They look excited. I'm happy Man City already played them. Yeah, that's, that's yes. clutch. Um, it, they finally, with this whole squad, you're finally seeing kind of what they've been building, which is good to see, I guess. Um, but it's still, they've still got a long ways to go. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, this yeah, first yeah, team looked sure. terrible, terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's part of it. Um, but I yeah. like the, I like the three cam thing that they're running um, with these three guys. I think it really fits Odegaard, Smith Rowe, and Saka really well. Like those are perfect three people I think you could run that system with just because of how interchangeable they can be. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then the last game of the match day, Crystal Palace tie Brighton with both. This was goals. heartbreaking for me. Brighton could have gone top of the league with a win. I really wanted that to happen. Well, they almost lost this game if it wasn't they, for a right, dramatic loss. Could have lost the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, horrible mistake, I believe. Right for Crystal Palace, they kind of like passed the ball right to Neil Mopet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they pass on the goal kick, and Beltman just sends it right back over the top and like you can't get caught out like that that's just poor um missed opportunity for sure for crystal palace 
But this comes back to Brighton's struggles from last year. Not really generating chances. Or, no, they did generate chances. They just they generated chance. luck. <laughs> In this game, interestingly enough, both teams finished with eight shots, five chances created, and two big chances created. That's mm-hmm. kind of funny how that worked out. But uh, Crystal Palace, again, game. looking good. That defensive pairing back there of Anderson and Yuhei looked good. Zaha, Eduard, Ayu. Ayu, I don't know how much longer he'll be starting once Eze comes back. Yeah, Ayu, uh, so That could be an exciting front three. Ayu's on life support. He's he's too old. Get him in the championship. Yeah, he's well, he's only 30. But um, but he, he looks he looks way older than that out there. <laughs> and he like runs like it too. Like yeah. he's kind of he's kind of sluggish. I don't know if sluggish is the right word, but um like slow is not either. I think sluggish is closer to what I mean, but yeah. That's, yes. that's the that's the prem. Yeah, let's go to the Champions League. Touch on some highlights here. Uh, PSG beat Man City. This Messi, is a very entertaining game to watch. Messi scores his first goal for PSG. Bruno, or excuse me, the other Silva. No, not even. He's not even a Silva. Um, Bernardo Silva misses a tap in, which I don't know how this happens. I don't understand how you miss this, but I mean, it is on the volley, so it's slightly harder. Okay. But he does have a completely wide open net from inside the six. Yeah, he's also a professional. Soccer. He's a professional footballer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in other news, Ajax beat Besiktas against Besiktas B team. They had 11 first team players not able to play in this game. <laughs> Which oh. I didn't know. I was oh, looking wow. at betting on it and I was like, why are Ajax so heavily favored? <laughs> um, Inter missed a chance in their group, Ty Shakhtar. Dortmund. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the other game in that group, Cher beat Real <laughs> Madrid 2 to 1. And you know Incredible. With a Thank screamer to win. Yeah. Thank goodness, though. Yeah. Like, this is what Perez gets, right? Or, yes. Yeah. The Champions League only matters. He literally said earlier this week, it only matters from the quarterfinals on. Mm-hmm. He's lost to a team from a non-recognized state in Europe. <laughs> yeah, a non-recognized state, which in the area of control, it's a quasi-like it's, it's capitalist an, it's a company. Anarchist capital company. Yeah. A company owns the, like, the part of the the like community and which is hilarious too because their jerseys do not have any sponsor because they the the club itself is its own sponsor because it's a company that's hilarious it's just hilarious i i just think it's hilarious like i find it hard to believe they lose this game which is just so crazy they had three expected goals to sheriff's point three but like i love it that's what we're here for um liverpool dominate porto Atletico Madrid beat AC Milan, but yeah. this is just another example of why VAR was introduced and how it's just continuing to be misused. I don't know if you guys saw it. Frank Kessie gets I a red card. His second yellow was for something incredibly soft, like something that happens four or five yeah. times a game and is never a card, really. Um, his first yellow absolutely was a card, but the second one, like he touches the guy and falls, basically. Very soft. And the fact that VAR doesn't review it is ridiculous one changes the game of course and then the penalty that they gave to atletico madrid was again very soft Mm. Mm. so and another thing where 
That's what VAR's there to do. Look at it. Mm-hmm. In a sense, I almost wonder if VAR should be a third party, not a ref, maybe not even FIFA. But let's talk about getting other people licensed to be specific VAR referees, not somebody that's just going to back up their other referee that's already in charge. Oh, I, I don't hate that. Okay. If, like, if they're like, it's the same thing you, the NFL did, right? And the same issue the NFL had with pass interferences. They never wanted to change it because it would make the refs look bad on the field. And I think some of that's seeping in here where the VAR doesn't want to interfere yeah. because it makes the ref on the field look bad. Well, so I think what they, what they need to keep doing is doing the monitor thing. If that's yeah, what, like, so I think that's an easier yeah, fix. Than and this doing ref the, chose not to go to the monitor. Though. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like VAR tells you to go to the monitor. I, well, I, I, right. But I think the VAR should just be, I think the, instead of maybe doing something different, I think the VAR should just be better. Like, just let's say like, you should just recommend, Let's. I mean, blank, let's make it blanket. You should recommend the ref to go over there. I think more times than not to have a look at it. I know it disrupts the flow of the game a little bit more, but it makes me feel better about the decisions. I think generally those decisions are right, although it's not all the time. Um, You'd rather make the right call than save thirty to forty-five seconds of time. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, you'd rather make the right call than cost the team. A spot in the Premier League, a champion yeah. quarterfinal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Let's take a time to get these things right. I don't care about the flow of the game as like so like when the, the when it's already been stopped. Are we really worried about how long that yeah, stoppage is if we're getting the right decision? I mean, and it's a ref that has kind of been infamous for it in his career, like being the center of attention. Mm. So you have oh, to, it's the it, it's um it's what the, dude, the guy he's the real short guy with like a real circular head. He looks like a bug, honestly. Like, I really wish that that Kuyay description Kuyay got it for me, but he here, Sakir, he's Turkish. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they were yeah. the announcers were saying it. I was watching on CBS Sports Network, so they didn't actually have a game. What if I'm about to cough? <laughs> Wait, I want to look up this. I want to need to see what this guy looks like. Kuhn. Um. So they were yeah. they didn't have a game anymore. I guess on CBS Sports Network, but so they aired like a show where oh, they this all dude. The Oh, this dude stinks. This dude's a terrible ref. Yeah, they were like, in the Turkish League, this guy has literally just sent off players for, like, the softest things, and, like, he's already had so many issues this year in the Turkish League, a league that doesn't even get a lot of media attention, right? Um, Another news. He's got a good place to be doing that. I mean, he could get killed. (laughs) Yeah. Leipzig lose to Club Bruges, who continue their undefeated start in this group. Yeah. Putting them at four points, and I'm just going to say it right now. I don't think Club Rouge get more than four points from this group, and they already have four. I think they lose the rest of the games. They're not going to tie PSG again. No, you can see not. them getting a tie out of, I, of what, one of, of the, the two games. Man City games or <laughs> Maybe, Leipzig next it time. Would have to, it would have to be a game where Man City just don't show up again. Yeah. Um, But I don't think they get – I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't think it happens. Um. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Well, so well, shout out points for Club with all four of Leipzig's goals in the Champions League yeah. so far. He's been balling this year. Oh. Um, but he's not the leading goal scorer because what's his name? Holler has five. You guys know who uh, has the most assists? In the Champions League? Yeah. Um, I will oh. guess Robert Lewandowski. Now, um. I do believe, yes, it is the left back from FC Share. No way. Let's go. Come on. Who has assisted on three of the four goals his team has scored, including the first three goals they scored. 
was yes. like an assembly line worker in the town. <laughs> yeah. They just got him. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Wednesday, Atalanta take care of young boys, something United couldn't do. But then United answer with a 95th minute winner against Villarreal to get their performance play back for losing the Europa League final to them. I hate, no, when, no, no. I hate when it's said like that, when it's like, oh, you got their payback. Like, do you think Villarreal care about losing this Champions League game when they won the Europa League final last year? Yeah, or, or reverse. Like, we would much rather have won that game and lost this yeah. one. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, when they're like, oh, PSG, get their payback on Man City. I'm like, they won a group stage game. Man City knocked them out of the Champions League quarterfinals. Or mm-hmm. semis. 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 Yeah. Semis, yeah. Because last yeah. year they were like, oh, PSG, get their revenge on Bayern. Like, okay, Bayern beat them in the final. Yeah, yeah. Bayern has Bayern has the trophy. So I mean, yeah. I hate I hate when announcers say that. Um, Zenit smack Malmo, and a little surprise here. Juventus beat Chelsea. Yeah. Again, I feel like Chelsea's lineup in this was kind of defensive. Yeah. Recently um, with Chelsea, when they concede first, they have a hard time getting back yeah. into the game. No, they do. Um, well, I also this... thought Juventus's lineup was pretty defensive here. They didn't really play a nine. They played Chiesa and Bernadeschi up top. Yeah, which which worked. I mean, it's yeah, interesting. I kind of like it. has turned into a star. Yeah. The dude's a baller. Yeah, he, he's really talented. He's he's going to go places. Is this – this is now his team and not Dybala's, in my opinion, for like uh, – I don't youth. think so, yeah. Dybala's still more of a name, but mm-hmm. we'll see. It, it is, but, but I understand that on, in terms of a name, but like – Player-wise, who's going to make the most impact? I think it's Kiesa this season. Yeah, on a game-to-game basis, probably. Um, I've seen rumors that if when Dortmund sell, not if, when they sell Holland, they're going to look for Kiesa. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. Kiesa's not really a nine to me, personally, but you never know. Bayern continue their dominant. And also, why I don't understand why he would leave. Why would Kiesa yeah. go to Dortmund? He's developing fine at the Juventus. I feel like you go to Dortmund as like a Great stepping point. stone, like Great not point. down. I, I agree. Um, Bayern continue their dominant showing a 5 0 drubbing of Dynamo Kiev. Um, it, other warriors in that group, other words I just said, that's not even a word, but um, Benfica beat Barca 3 0. Crush. I mean, let me repeat. I mean, Benfica. A team in the Portuguese league. A team. Not even the best team in the, that league. Not the best team in the league, you could argue, but they are undefeated in that league so far and at the top of the table. Um, beat Barcelona. 3 nothing. And it was deserved. Yeah. Yes. Um, Barcelona just looked bad. So, Ryan, where... We got to hear your thoughts. You, you, I feel like you don't talk about Barca enough on here. Where do they go from here? Um, what's your first move to try to fix things? Um, my first move, honestly, I do not know if I would straight up sack Komen right now, just because I think, besides this very select few managers. A drop-off this size when you lose Messi is going to be inevitable. He was the whole team, the whole attack. A lot of these so, players have no idea how to play without him. So so do you believe do you believe that Ronald Koeman has saved the future for Barcelona? I do not believe he has saved the future. I do believe that so, Barcelona has a wealth of young talent. Yeah, yeah, but that takes that time. That needs to play. You're talking about two, three – you're talking about three 
like two, three, maybe yes. four years. Barcelona need a manager that can have a long-term project. So if, but no, no, no. Barca are not the club to have a long-term project. Well, they have to change their expectations and realize that. Think, Ray, so Real Madrid had those two, three years where they went out early in the Champions League. They did get one La Liga but, title from it, but they weren't perceived the same way, and they're still not perceived the same way. Yeah, because Ronaldo. But yeah, so they're they're trying to build back up towards it with the likes so, of so the you think, people. You think it's more likely that Barca rebuild and fully just focus and trust their youth than you do they think to drop more money. And sign players that can help the team right now. Right. Who knows? They don't have money to draft. To draw. I saw a report that like someone was willing to pay off their debt. If if it's like one if point anyone could, Laporta Laporta will try. Laporta will be all in for Holland. They've already um, said that, which is crazy. I highly doubt you don't, you don't have that. money to spend. Exactly. It's like in yeah. people where you're like, oh, you're set, you're spending money to sign these players, but it's like, oh, you you don't have enough transfer budget. And Barca are like, you know what? Override. We're yeah. going to buy – yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't understand Which, why you would want to play for Barca, though, if you're Holland. I, I no. completely agree. The one I – mean, yeah. what I think Barcelona should do personally, like if they sack Komen or not, at the end of the season, you need to go for a manager that can, like I said, get a rebuild. I think Eric Ten Hag, who they should have signed instead of Komen, would be great for a rebuild. He did develop Ajax. He was Frankie's coach. I think he could. Hmm. I think he would be pretty well. I like him as manager. I don't think that happens. With the youth. I don't think it Bar- happens. Barca, Barca definitely want They want a big name. But we all know people who they are want. saying Xavi to not go because of no, just the that, situation. It's a bad situation for him to be there. Yeah. I, I but, saw that they want Klopp. I, why the heck? He. Okay, but oh no no no. Klopp so could I, Klopp could Klopp would do this. He's he was done this every single yeah, time he took a project. He yeah. did it at Liverpool too. Where at Liverpool, he came into Liverpool when they were bad, like, like an eighth, and it, and it took yeah. and it took three years. And it took yeah. him a while, right? So this could be some, yeah. And he's the guy where people would be fine to give him time. So like yes. I think I think there's an issue here, Ryan, when you say you got to give him time. But they have to find the right person the right to guy. trust to give Komen time. Komen is not that guy. They're not giving three years to Komen, a guy who's I honestly never proved himself with yeah, any no, 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 other Barca. than Southampton. He's not a job to play for Barca. Yeah. Right. Like, um, he he's ne- he actually really just like has legitimately never done like a, that good of a job at any. And, yeah. Um, and somehow he's. I mean, like it really makes no sense. But. Yeah. Um. Moving on. RV Salzburg get a win. Should have been their second win of the group. They should be at six points, but they're at four. Still a great start for them. Rooting hard for them. Obviously, Brendan Aronson balling out. And Kareem Adeyemi has now officially tied the record for most penalties won in a Champions League season. In his <laughs> two games. Two games. Um, <clears throat> and he's tied with Ian Robin. A year where Bayern went to the semifinals. Um... This kid is exciting, though. Kareem Adeyemi. I'll be rooting for him to the good of Bayern. A young yeah. German striker. This is I, mean, exactly he's German. Got, I mean, he's got to go to Leipzig, and then he has to be at Leipzig for, like, two, three years. Then he'll go to Bayern. Maybe. I do think it's probably more likely he goes to Leipzig, just considering, you know, their own pipeline. 
but Bayern are already interested. I would, oh, I would love it. And also, this is massive for Germany. A striker like now, now could he be the starting striker at the World Cup next year? Maybe if he continues on the same path he is, I think there's a fair chance. It's not going to be Werner. Wow. Um. Now, but it's really more for the Euros. The next Euros, he should be the starting striker. I hope. Um, if he keeps up this form. Yes. Um, but yeah, Lille, as, I mean, they're just not going to be as good as they were last year for sure. Wolfsburg and Sevilla tie. Another penalty goal for Sevilla. Rakitic. This, this is, I mean, it's a group of life, so a lot can happen there. Do we have any uh, scintillating stats, Ryan? Oh, of course I do. Quite scintillating. All right. We'll start it off with a man that we've been talking about a lot this season for his dribbling statistics. Everyone knows him. Adama Traore. Most dribbles in the Prem by a country mile. Did not start this weekend, though. But we're going to expand the dribbling stat to all of Europe. So, fact or fiction, does Adama Traore have twice as many dribbles this season as anyone else in Europe? I'll say yes. So, fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact. It is fiction. Oh. Probably because he didn't start this weekend. If he started this weekend and kept up the same pace, he would. But Adama has 49 dribbles. And Kylian Mbappe has 27 dribbles. So, All right, so that was close. It was close, but not quite. And then in third, Joey will be happy to hear this. Alfonso Davies has 26 dribbles. Baller. And then tied at four are Nabil Fakir and the boy St. Maximin at 25. And now we'll move on to another man who scored a goal for, or I don't know why I said another man, because the Wolves are not in the Champions League. Antoine Griezmann, who he just scored back for Atletico Madrid in the Champions League to help them come back to their win. And we're going to compare him to another legendary French striker, Olivier Giroud. So, fact or fiction, Olivier Giroud has a better goals per game ratio than Antoine Griezmann. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, is this like whole career? Yes. Oh. Giroud has a lot of goals. I, go- I saw this one, so I can't. I'll go fact. It is fact. It is fact. Yeah, honestly, Tyler saying you saw it just made it, me think it was a fact. Yeah, uh, sorry. Right, because you wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't true. Right, like if it wasn't a <laughs> – that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> but, but another thing is that Giroud also has one more assist than Griezmann does yeah. in his career. Oh. And Giroud has played only two more games than Antoine Griezmann. Wow. I mean, yeah, because when Griezmann was at uh, Sociedad, he didn't score that bad. He was more of like a winger at that. Yeah, yeah, he played yeah. wing. I just think that's interesting about I how, that how was differently line. we see them. Well, yeah. I think there's an argument he should go. Griezmann is a much more explosive back player. To a winger. Mm, maybe. Maybe. I could see that. All right. 
So now I found a pretty interesting diagram here. And this compares, I guess, just top teams in Europe from the past five seasons in the top five leagues. Um, so the x-axis here is expected goal difference per match. So expected goal scored minus expected goals conceded. And the y-axis is the average of possession. So as expected, one team in particular finds itself around the top. That would be Manchester City, also surrounded by the likes of Bayern and PSG. So fact or fiction, Man City have the top three seasons on this chart. So when you look diagonally, they have the most expected goal difference and the highest possessions. I wouldn't be surprised if one of Bayern's seasons was up there. Or Barca's. I was going to say, yeah. I can tell you that the, the four highest teams in this are City, Bayern, PSG, and Barca. How long is this timeline? Like, just forever? 2017, 2018 oh. to last Barca, season. Barca won't be in it then. Um, oh, and Bayern. Oh, Ryan made a face. <laughs> Bayern, Bayern might not be up there then. If it's just the last couple years, yeah, I'll say – yeah, yeah, I'll I'll go with fact. Nancy, the other top. Three. I'm going with fiction. It is fact. City do have uh, the top three. Thought Ryan made top, a face. I believe it's the Centurions. It's 1718. The Centurions. Yeah, I think so. They are at the top That's, with. Yeah. They are at the top place. with, over with almost I think yeah like 72 percent possession and. 1.8 expected goal difference. Yeah. Byron don't possess the ball anymore like they used to, so I didn't think they'd be up there. Yeah, yeah. And then you have 18, 19, and 19, 20. And the team that I would say is fourth in this aspect is PSG from 17, 18, which is interesting. Um, hmm. So I will. So City Centurions. I just want to point one more thing out. They are second in the expected goals goal difference. First is PSG from 1920 with closer to 1.9 goal difference, but they kept less possession, so they are lower on this chart. And I just, there won't be a question about this, but I just want to compare some Premier League defensive midfielders. And we're going to look at Fred, Fabinho, Rodri, and Jorginho. So this is challenges lost passing accuracy and unsuccessful touches per 90. Oh, we know who's at the bottom of this one. So clearly Fred is last in all of these categories. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to highlight how close Jorginho is to Fred in some of these. He's not good. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Jorginho is overrated. People Yeah. He doesn't I don't understand why but he's not great at it. Yeah. So in challenges lost per 90, Fred loses 3.11 challenges per 90. Jorginho loses two and a half challenges per 90. That rounds up to three. And then you have Fabinho who loses 0.93, so approximately one. Then Rodri who loses a challenge every two games. He loses 0.5 a game. So Rodri's the best in that set. And then for unsuccessful touches, Fred has one and a half per game. And then Jorginho's a little bit over one. 
And then Fabinho and Roger are both decently under one. So Jorginho's almost as wasteful as Fred. What about the passing accuracy? Passing accuracy, Fred is the bottom at 83%. Then actually oh, Fabinho is the second worst. He's at 88%. Not, not too surprising there. Fabinho is not known for being in. No, he's a true six. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's half a center back. Yeah. Then you've got Jorginho at 89.62. Then Rodri all the way up at 94.55%. Yeah, big surprise so there. Rodri is not wasteful in possession. I think that's also kind of skewed by the amount of passes he attempts. Well, no, I mean, it's a percentage. Oh, yeah, it's fair. But, like, it's harder for the percentage to move. Well, like, I think it just has to do with the kind of passes he's playing. He's playing yeah. shorter ones. He's not worrying about, like, the yeah. – like, I think Fred's playing a lot more long balls than, than – Roger is most likely. That is all for the scintillating statistics of this. Does right. the beard have his bets? Oh, He's, yes. been hot. He's been hot lately. We are four for five on the on last week because we went a little too extra there. Um, so this week there's just three. But I went. We've been mainly focusing on um, money lines recently. So I switch it up. Do some overs and unders. First one, Norwich at Burnley. Take a guess at what I'm taking here. <laughs> the under. Un- under two and a half. Minus 108. <laughs> one, one, I could see. I mean, both, you know. I Okay, I could also see this just being like 3-3 three, three because it's just because of those games. Yeah. But uh, no, the under there. Then Arsenal at Brighton. Over two and a half. Minus 100. So... Equal return. Um, I think uh, there's there's goals and there's, there's both these teams mm-hmm. create chances now. Um, Arsenal might be vulnerable, but they're also going to score. I think there could be three just because of what Arsenal does. So like just the fact that Arsenal's in this game, that means there's <laughs> at least three goals. Whether it they're scoring who they were playing. or conceding, right? Um, so I think that's that's a good one there. And then last one, you got to look at the biggest game of the week. Um, and City at Liverpool, and I cannot believe that Liverpool are uh, the underdogs in this game. Man City are favorites to win at Anfield in against Liverpool, Liverpool wow. which is incredible to me. So Wonder. you get Liverpool at plus one eighty five, Man City's one plus or plus one forty. So plus one eighty five for Liverpool at home. Great I, I mean, I think it's a no brainer. That's what we got. That is, uh, that that's good value. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those games where I think we can see a draw, as neither team really wants to be the one that loses. It's possible. Man City and before last game against Brentford and Liverpool, they both only given up one goal. Um, so we'll see. I expect to see Man City's best back four. If for whatever reason Nathan Ake is out there or Cancelo and Walker are not the fullbacks, I'll be upset. Um, but yeah, after the game against Chelsea, I'm more excited for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anything else to add? Uh, I mean, of course, our little lasso wrap up here at the end um, last week with Rebecca her father passing away some really deep stuff here 
um yeah. we'll find out a lot about ted and his dad and kind of a sad episode but um i can't believe how quickly she's told people about i mean i guess her and sam are going on a break now yeah i but, have uh, not seen the episode yet but oh oh you I should have to watch I'm so it. sorry you should have okay. told me before. i would no you're you're fine i feel like spoiling it won't be that big of a deal you'll still feel the emotional impact yes. yeah it's a tough one yes. get a tissue box ready okay i will um but yeah uh, in other words i mean we're a lot going on a lot big weekend as always as it always is yes and i mean oh we, we we didn't even say usa won the Ryder cup come on boys dominating fashion 19 to 9 win, right? usa has never won it in the european era so we it, the, when well, the Ryder Cup first the modern era right so like so that that's what it so the yeah. modern era meaning post adding europe so before it used to just be britain versus oh really um usa and then like I forget what year, but it was like in the '60s, I think. Um, they made it just all Europe. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, dominant. Because before I know, it was 18 and a half was the highest, but they got the 19. I mean, they won it early in the day Sunday. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it was wrapped up so quickly. We went out there. Aside from Rory, I mean, it was like just red, 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 red all yeah. early. So, on the board. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, let's go, America. Dude, I mean. I mean, John Rahm got... losing to our worst R12 was like, wow. Oh, Scotty Scheffler birdied the first four holes and was just yeah. like, he steamed Rahm. Rahm didn't Ricky know what Bobby. to do. Ricky Bobby, he was on fire. Oh, yeah. What Shout a man. Voice. Yeah. Um, nothing else. This is why I do think soccer is such an elite sport. You have games on Saturday and Sunday. Yes. I mean, well. Yes. Football's got three days of the week. Yeah, but like it's really just Sunday and then Monday night. Like it's a special thing, but like I love right. to wake up and just watch soccer in the morning. Like tonight's Bengals Jaguars. Yeah. Who's gonna watch Bengals Jaguars? I am. Oh, I was actually gonna go watch the game. I think it's good. It's gonna be an interesting game still. DJ <laughs> Park looks like he uh broke his ankle. Ooh. Oh no. Yeah. I gotta watch to make sure Joe Mixon does nothing against me this week because I'm playing <laughs> Ryan. He's gonna pop off. I, I hope so. Had a great game. Oh, All right, already got 0.7 points. All right. Well, we will leave you at that. Um, root for Bayern and City as they take on Liverpool. I I, I could maybe get behind that against Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I'll root for maybe. United and Barcelona to actually win. Hopefully. Right. Okay, let's just all say what teams everybody knows we root for <laughs> to say go on the weekend. All right, we will leave you with that. And uh, fingers crossed, I feel better soon.